Everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the More Money Show comes in. If you're ready to have more money, create more freedom and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello and welcome to this episode. I am normally your host, Cassie Parks, and today I am turning over the question asking and interviewing to actor Vicki Pace. So welcome, Vicki. Welcome, Cassie. I am your host this evening or afternoon, wherever you are. Right? Whenever you're listening. Whenever you are, yeah. Yeah. So I will, as uh, you lis- as listeners know, this is this is part of the Year of Growth series where you guys get to ask me whatever you want, which is fun. So yeah, take it over. Uh, well, first things first. What is awesome right now? Love it. What is awesome <laughs> right now, uh, yeah. so much. So it's when we're recording this. It's actually Valentine's Day. Yes. Uh, yeah, and, and so, you're wearing like a fun red, right? <laughs> yeah. You have to wear red. It's Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. And so I'm going over with my nephew and his friend and my sister and their moms and we're doing like homemade pizza and chocolate fondue and. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. All the things, anything we can find to dip in chocolate, we're going to like just do and let the kids do and yeah. No no regrets. Yeah. Go for it. Go big or go home. Exactly. That's awesome. (laughs) Well, on that note, I'm going to dive into my first question. I love it. What, this is kind of like the question I just asked you, but what do you love most? Oh, about my life? Yeah. I mean, I, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love that question. Mm-hmm. I love most that I created it. Like I can mm-hmm. now see I'm at the point where I'm far enough in and I've been doing this long enough. I'm like, I created that and I created that. I created that. Even yes. Yeah. Right. Is I, there was a point in time I'm like, I just, I want to coach people and I want to talk about being successful using the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. And I never realized, cause this is like, we can't see it. We're in the beginning. Like I didn't realize that would be my clients, but like, mm-hmm. that's what I do every day. Right. I coach people mm-hmm. or I'm talking about how awesome it is when you use the law of attraction and it works and success. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so on the Valentine's note again, what would your perfect date be? My perfect date. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's an interesting question. Oh, and also what would your like ideal gift be from a partner? Oh yeah. So two questions, but yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so my ideal date, so like this goes to the, like, I'm so, I can't not be LOA or me anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's not about like the thing. It's like, it would have, it includes tons of laughter. Yeah. Um, it includes like space and just being together and great conversation mm-hmm. and um, something planned and something spontaneous, mm. like allowing, like something that's like, a, like, okay, well, this is a plan. And then the allowing something even more fun to unfold or spontaneous or can we go there? <laughs> I don't want to say that's so you, but that's so you. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> 
listening to you and Jenny the other day talk about how you're flying out and Jenny's like, that sounds so stressful. And you're just like, no, it's perfect. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's like the plan is the flight and then you are spontaneous from there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So the perfect gift from a partner. Mm-hmm. Um, it would have something to do with like me, it just be very me, right? So mm-hmm. it might be as simple as a notebook that is mm-hmm. like, I thought of like, this is to create more of your amazing life. Yeah. <laughs> <gasps> okay. Yeah. I love it. Um, I don't know if anyone's asked you this before, but how did you and Ginny meet? Oh, so we met in a coaching group, actually an LOA coaching group. Um, I think it was the first time she was on, there were group calls where you coached people, like you volunteered to be the coach and you volunteered to be uh, the client. And mm. the first time that like, I coached her, we actually got the comment after was like, that's too much laughing for a coaching session. <laughs> like we got, got a little bit in trouble and I'm like, I'm jokes on them. Right? <laughs> So funny. Yeah. You guys are having too much fun. You right? Yeah. That's not how work is. <laughs> Jeez, that's so funny. Oh my gosh. So yeah. So we met through that program and we just started, like she was the, I think we both felt like we were the ones we had a connection. So mm-hmm. I really, I think even that time I took her through a verbal scripting exercise. Mm-hmm. That was like a first coaching session. And um she, yeah, we just kept connecting. And when we would want to do some higher level work and we'd like, look at, I'd be like, that's the person I want to do it with. Like, do you want to jump on a phone call? And do you want to have a future self conversation? Hey, I want to try this out. We would connect with each other. It's like, that was the person I knew if like, oh, I want to play this sort of this LOA game of having a future self conversation or do that. Like, that's the person Mm -hmm. I want to do it with. And so we just Mm -hmm. started doing those things and then started connecting more just to be connected because we both, you know, we're entrepreneurs and um, coaches and, and then it just kind of grew from there. Oh, that is so lovely. What that just... Oh, it's just so inspiring. Okay. (laughs) Um, So, um, I don't want to ask that one right now. Um, What is the biggest way you've grown in the last six months? Oh, last six months? All right. Uh, Since my birthday, the biggest way that Mm -hmm. I've grown. Um, Even more, um, oh, this is a good one. And it... um, recognizing like even higher levels. So what I've realized as the more I do this work, and so the longer that you do something and you coach something, the more you, you see what happens next and what happens next. And, mm-hmm. um, and the same with yourself, right? You, it's, it's always new, like, and mm-hmm. sometimes it's the same, but on a different level. And so I've really seen how um, we have to be, stay aware of what our money story was because those, you know, I used to think like we switch it up and it, and it goes away, which is true. Like you're not, it's not an everyday mm-hmm. thing, but what mm-hmm. I've realized is that it creeps back up when you, sometimes when you, when you're like going to that next level. And mm-hmm. in the last six months, I've really been able to look back to decisions maybe I made two years ago. And if I was a coach, like I always say, like if, 
if I could find myself as a coach, like I would hire you. Like I, I the lessons, like, whereas I can help you guys generally in the moment or within a month or so. Anyway, so looking back on some things that weren't working the way that I wanted them to work. And I'm like, well, this is why, Mm -hmm. like your, your money chaser crept up back Mm -hmm. then, but you couldn't see it. And like, mm. it's so funny, cause I can look back now and go, Oh, yep. If I would have said that to myself, I totally could have heard it. But when you're mm-hmm. in it, you don't see it. And so I think the, the biggest way I've grown is to be more open to that and be more aware of even like, just even more aware, like everything is layers, like the basics of LOA and what we do, it's the same it's the same, like it's the same thing. Like we're becoming more aware. We're becoming more open. Mm-hmm. We're letting go. Like it's just all on a different level and we just keep doing. Mm-hmm. And so for yeah, me, it, yeah, go ahead. There's, there's usually like the same answer to every question. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Generally there's the same like three or four answers, but it, it is, it's just on a different level every time. Yeah. You can hear it differently and it means something mm-hmm. different. And mm-hmm. so, and it's, and it's those answers that are, that are powerful. And so it's just being aware that like, okay, cool. Like I can, okay, now I see that now that won't happen again. Like, awesome. I learned that lesson at this level so I can go to that next level. Right. And it's interesting that we're having this conversation today because yesterday I just realized I was interviewing a client mm-hmm. um, in the year of growth series. And I realized why I had to learn that lesson. Mm. Like it's, it's paving the, I mean for myself, but I'm like, oh, there's the gift I get to give my client. Mm, yeah. She's not going to do that. Like now mm-hmm. I'm way more aware and I get to guide her, which mm. is awesome because now I'm prepared to be her coach because I've seen it. <laughs> yeah. 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 In your own life, which is so like lovely to hear about. Um, and what is the biggest thing you've learned from your clients? I know like as a teacher, you generally learn more from the people you teach than um, what, you, and not that you don't teach us enough, but you know, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you grow a lot being a coach and a teacher. So absolutely, the biggest thing you've learned from your clients. Oh, the biggest thing I've learned from them. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, I've learned how to be a better coach, mm. right? Like every time like I help somebody grow and then they have the, a bigger question or they have a bigger, well, what about this? Well, what about this? Like, it's really like if, um, and I, I will learn, I will say, I've learned to own my own knowledge even more because when mm-hmm. they ask you that bigger question, like, well, this is what it, the answer is, right? Because, um, you know, it's just, it's bigger. It's hard to describe, but you, you know, you start at one level and then you keep growing and then, and your clients get bigger and bigger and they're doing bigger and bigger things as you move through this process. And so I think just to own my own, my own knowledge even more, my own coaching even more, Mm -hmm. um, and just to, to even trust that. Cause every time, like with you guys, when it's bigger and new and I'm like, yeah, this is, and it's the same, right? It's always build it. We're always building our trust muscle. Um, yeah. and so when you guys ask a question and then I answer and I can, yep, yep. That was that instinct was right. That was right. That was the right question to ask. It builds my own trust muscle. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And it, it's fun to see, like I, I can, now that you're saying that I see that in myself when I teach kids that it, it's built my own it, my own confidence and when I teach kids acting I, I feel more confident in my acting abilities as well. Yeah, it just, it's that's like a super cool. Yeah, yeah. 
um, on the acting note, I wanted to ask you about your improv experience and like, was it like, um, I don't know, was it a course you took in college or were you inspired one day to just like go to voodoo or something and get a class or? Um, so what actually happened is, um, I, where I lived, I walked by this improv theater all the time. Uh, mm-hmm. the bovine, cause you're from Denver. Mm-hmm. So I walked yeah. like down, um, cause I lived mm-hmm. on 15th. And so I'd always walk by and there was like a sign in the door that was like, you know, improv classes. And it just like, um, like, like called to me and I wouldn't act on it. Called to me when like, just was like, oh, I want to do that someday. I want to do that someday. It just, mm-hmm. there was something about it. And I don't think mm-hmm. I even really understood what improv was at the time. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of people um, don't. Yeah. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but I was like, oh, it just calls to me. And then um, it was, um, so Blaney, who is also, she's uh, in the year of growth interviews and you've heard her interviewed on the podcast. She's in the Enchanted Circle, is also my friend. And we were having a conversation one day and she said, I think I'm going to start back up at improv classes and I'm going to, I want to like go to this drop in. And I was like, oh, I've been wanting to do that. And so at the time it was at Voodoo. I said, yeah, oh, great. Like, <laughs> okay. I have a friend uh-huh. to go with. Yeah. Like I go and then Right. Yeah. Like and I and then um couple within a couple weeks within a couple weeks or months, we started um, you know, we started a class and I was fortunate I mean, I believe every we attract everything and I attracted mm-hmm. like the highest level like I was one of maybe only two or three people in like a 10 to 12 person class that we went through all the, all the levels together uh-huh. that hadn't done all the levels somewhere else before. Uh-huh. There was only two or three of us that were actually new. So mm-hmm. I also got to play with people who were experienced and which, oh, as you know, like that brings your level, like you have to step up your game. Like yeah. you're just called automatically. There's no like yeah. Playing at the bottom, like you're, you have to jump in because you have to match them. And so I think that was a huge gift. Um, and it really, you know, made my LOA work more mm-hmm. amazing and just, it was a great to connect with them. And there's a lot of, um, LOA stories that are fun that have come out of that work. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think it was, it was inspired and it was when I was lining up with my future cause it was, it was around the time um, where I'd set the intention and really started working on my future self. I actually didn't put that mm. together until right now when you asked. Um, <laughs> I think it is definitely one of the things that elevated my coaching mm. um, and gave me other stories and gave me a different platform to see things on. So, right. yeah. That's so great. I, I so... I love improv and anytime adults ask me for acting advice, I just say, go take an improv class and really throw yourself in and get into it. I just think it's so great for connecting with yourself and like learn, like learning how to trust instincts and even just learning what your instincts are and what they sound like when they pop up. Yeah. Um, And that, that brings me to my other question. How has um, improv, um, impacted your LOA journey? I know you just mentioned something about your future self, but it was that like a, like an aha or a build up, like a slow percolating? I think, um, so in the instance I was just talking about, it was about Mm -hmm. like, it's, it was a whisper that I followed. Right. And I think that it like having like doing improv. So it's almost a year by the time we went through all classes and we had our show run, it was actually a little Mm -hmm. over a year. We, um, you know, that was, 
all, I think it was a whisper. And I think that made me a better coach. I think everything I learned there made me a better coach. It made, it gave me different ways to present things. It gave me exercises mm-hmm. to do. Um, and does the original question, how has it impacted me? Yeah. Yeah. Or like what, what have you, yeah. What do you learn? What did you learn in improv that you apply to LOA? Yeah. I, and there, there's two big things. Um, mm-hmm. And they both came out of showrun. I mean, there was a lot along the way as well. Like at one time I was mm-hmm. just going to blog about LOA and improv, but that oh, is- <laughs> my gosh, what? I, I need that. Right? Give oh, it to me, please. Oh, oh, so I will go back and this is going to inspire those stories to bubble back up. Cause it was like every week I was like, oh my gosh, like there was one, um, there's probably three instances that really improv changed. So there was one, uh, we were doing character development. I think it was level two and Mm. our teacher, like, and he was intentionally, like he gave you a character and you had to Mm. own it. And then he beat like literally beat the crap out of you verbally, like Mm. just came after your character. And at the end Mm -hmm. he's like, you have to fight for your character. Like if you choose that character on stage, you have to fight for them. And for me, I was like, um, now I would say that's very, like you have to fight for your future self and like Mm. in a good way, like you're going to come up and there's something about that happened that day. Like, just like you had to keep going, right? Like, no, this is who I am. And this is, and so I think that was a big instance of just like learning that and seeing that and seeing how I could bring that in. I mean, I don't do that to you guys um, (laughs) by any means, but just the (laughs) lesson of like, yeah, you have to fight for your care, like who you choose to be your future self. And um, we do that in different ways in the Enchanted Mm -hmm. Circle, but yeah, um, I'd say we we more like own it and yes, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But it was just cool to to watch because each everybody did it individually, and so to mm. watch sort of that transformation, transformation, and where people did start to own it, and then it didn't matter what he said, right? Yeah, I think that for me was like pre-paving that stuff as well. And then mm. um, during our second run, so we did a real world voodoo, so it was improvised real world show. Mm. Oh, um, <laughs> oh my god! <gasps> so we all had the same character. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. Yeah, for the eight-week run, you're the same. You show up, but we don't oh, I, know what's going to happen. All the actors are playing the same. Oh person. no, that would, <laughs> that would be like a multiplicity. I think. Yeah. Um, I yeah. No. So we all showed up with the same character, and so our right before our second run, we didn't. We just picked our character. We didn't do a lot of work before. We literally picked our characters, emailed like maybe their name and where they came from. So Mm -hmm. we at least had names in our head. And then Mm -hmm. right an hour before the show, we went and we had drinks as our Mm -hmm. characters. Right. And so we're, we're just like getting to know each other in character. And when we break that and we're having a conversation after one of the guys was like, my character is into you. Like I felt it. He was like, why? Like, and, and my character was married, but he could even sense in the little bit that I said that her marriage was rocky. Like they hadn't had kids yet. Like, and he was like, I want to know why she doesn't have kids. Like I want to give her kids because like, he's like, I'm already in love with her. (laughs) And it was that like, and there was nothing like literally like never, like, it's not like this was remnants of anything. And we had mm-hmm. never been attracted. He was in a very good relationship. Like mm-hmm. there was, there was nothing from our realities that was about that. It was just yeah. stepping into that character. And so I think for me, that solidified a lot of what I knew is like, if you step into that, like you can create whatever you want and you can be it. Um, yeah. And then this is so fun. Cause like, 
no, like I get to tell these fun stories. Um, (laughs) it was that one, which is huge. And then, Mm -hmm. um, it was the first run that we did. There was a, there was a spark between my character and another character, like a crush Mm -hmm. type situation. Mm -hmm. And, um, but it just never, nothing ever got took hold and you could even see it. And somebody had even said to me, like, we could get your characters together when we're backstage mm-hmm. one night and yeah. really like, trying to force, which is not, and every time someone would try and force it or seed it, like mm-hmm. it would die, like it would not go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And, uh, until the last show and in the last show, literally, I don't even remember what happened, but the, we got together obviously somehow. And the show ended with our wedding. I know. Right. (laughs) And so it was for me, that was like, you can't force it and there's no time and there's plenty of time, right? Like Mm -hmm. everybody wanted this story to play out like along the way, but it's Mm -hmm. like played out very quickly in one episode and went to the wedding. And so for me, that was just such evidence of how quickly things can happen. Like we don't Mm -hmm. have to force them. They're all there. Right. Right. Yeah. And the idea of linear time, you know, yeah, yeah, that's so that just filled me up. Thank you for sharing all of that. You're welcome. Thank you for asking because those are like some of my favorite stories that I don't always get to talk or remember to talk about. Yeah. And it's made me think about my, the show I'm in now and how we're creating, we're working hand, like very in depth with our director about these characters in the world they're living in. And granted they're it's Charles Dickens are pretty, it's pretty much set in stone, but it's fun to like the, the man playing my husband. We, we just like blew up a story. We sort of vomited the story at each other and it was in tune with each other. Like we both like agreed at with our backstories immediately. It, it just was like, it was so cool. Uh, oh my gosh. And I, I know this actor, but I'm not like best friends with him. And right. We just like had the right ideas and followed that inspiration and it was in line with each other. And, and then, and then when we got into the scene, it, it flowed so beautifully. It was great. Oh gosh. That's amazing. And that trust, right? Like the trust of owning. Yeah. This is what I feel the story is. Right. Instead of being like, Oh, Mm -hmm. but maybe I'm wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And honoring each other's instincts too. Yeah. And that's, that's a lesson I've been learning lately is like honoring your space and where you are and letting it be. And that's been fun to see that develop within my acting relationships as well too. Ooh, um, awesome. I love that. Yeah. I don't know how much, uh, do we have more time? Uh, have we have more a, yeah. We have a few more minutes. Okay. Um, what is your favorite movie or TV show or um, one of each? Okay. So hard. Uh, I think, cause like every day you're like, what's my favorite movie? I feel like the answer could always change, but I, um, for me. Oh yeah. Mine's changed all the time. Right. Uh, the one that popped yeah. time is for love of the game with Kevin Costner. It's about <laughs> baseball. I was a softball player. Kelly Preston is in it. And it's yeah. really, um, I should actually watch it again. And I say that cause I think I would see it differently, but I think there's a lot of it's like, where do you show up and you go all in, right? And that's really mm. the lesson of that movie. And so, you know, what I teach is like, go into your whole life. And I think, I just love the process of him looking back and realizing like, yeah, I've always gone all into the game, but I didn't go all into love. And mm. how do you do that? And how do you shift that? And what does that look like? And just all the parts of 
yeah, now I totally see it as a coach. I haven't thought about this. This is so fun. Um, (laughs) You know, like then who do you become without the game and with Mm. love and like, what is like the thing that's going to fill you up and it has a lot of identity things in it. And Mm. yeah. Um, And TV show. Um, Mm -hmm. Oh man. So as a huge office fan, I would say my, my favorite. Yeah. My favorite (laughs) right now is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh my gosh. I know. Which is, um, go ahead. Well, I just, I've always wanted to get into it and I just haven't gotten around to it. So, oh, like it was accidental one day and like, and then you realize like, obviously like then that they're like huge improvisers and mm-hmm. that totally makes sense. And, um, just wrapping around, it actually reminded me, I wanted to say this when it comes to improv improv. Mm -hmm. One of the ways that I think people can learn to sort of, if they don't know, like, what do I like? What do I enjoy? Like they've lost that as the adults is like, Mm -hmm. go back to what you loved as a kid. And what I loved as a kid a lot was going to shows at Heritage Square where it was Mm -hmm. like a show, but they, and we, we actually talked about this in our last interview, but where they, um, they improvised, right? I loved the improvised part. I loved watching them play with each other. And I was like, oh yeah. Like if you go back to those things you loved, you can find strings of that as an adult. So yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so cool. And, um, I want to close with one. I mean, I have so many more questions, so we'll have to do (laughs) it again. Um, but what is like the most fun, silly, crazy thing like manifesting story you can think of it doesn't even have to be your own but like just like oh and and she opened the door and there was i don't know you know oh like, yeah really crazy mm-hmm. oh man um i mean i always love my purple couch i won't say that's it that kind of is like an open door um mm-hmm. this one is in the enchanted circle but on um one time when i was because I've done Manifest 10K a lot and I had changed something up. I think it's actually when I changed it to Manifest 10K. So I did it again. Mm -hmm. And on my list, I had just moved to a new apartment, but the, my couch didn't fit through the door. (laughs) Uh, Like, because the, the, the floors, like it fit, like I was actually in the same apartment building, Mm -hmm. but moving upstairs, the ductwork was in a different space and it was outside my new door. And so I didn't Mm -hmm. even think about it because it fit in the old apartment. Right. And, um, so it wouldn't fit through the door. So I had to get rid of it. So on my manifest 10 K list was like a new couch. And I was like, Oh, I'm, you know, I was planning like, cool. Like I'm going to go buy a new couch. I'm going to, you know, like awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm going to invest in a couch. Cause I had actually never bought a, a brand new couch. Oh, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, but I actually ended up with two couches, which is funny. Like I ended <laughs> up with a placeholder cause it was free and all I do mm-hmm. is pick it up and I'm like, well, I need a couch. I need the placeholder. Mm-hmm. So there was that one. And then I went to let, um, one of my tenants, um, locked themselves out of their apartment one day. Mm-hmm. And so at lunchtime, and so I had to run over and let him in his apartment or his condo. And, um, I walked in and, and he had like couches stacked on couches and he was actually buying another one of my properties. And he goes, I'm sorry, it's such a mess. It's cause I'm moving. I'm like, Oh, I don't care. I was just looking at that purple couch. And he's like, Oh yeah. He goes, I wanted that yellow couch from this person gave it to me. And she, she kind of made me take that purple couch. Like, he's like, I don't really like it. Cause it's not, you know, it's a, 22 year old dude. He's like, I don't really like that. He goes, said, really? And he goes, yeah. He goes, do you want it? And I was like, yes, I want it. Like it. And it's like, so perfect. Like I've never even seen a couch like that. Like I couldn't even visualize a couch like that. 
to, to want it, right? It's not something I yeah. found or put on my vision board or even know what store you go to buy this purple couch, but it's like, <laughs> and I love it. And so that's one of my favorite because it literally was like going and opening the door and being like, oh yeah. And the best part was I didn't like, he's like, okay, cool. He's like, well, I'll just get a friend and we'll get a truck and we'll, we'll carry it over. I'm like, awesome. I don't even have to figure out how to get it. I don't have to get a <sighs> truck. I don't have to ask for help. Like perfect. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And what's so cool about that. That's like a great example of letting go of the how just like you didn't imagine this couch or even the color, I assume. No. You just like let it let go and it showed up and it was more perfect than you could have imagined. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Which is what I love. That's, I think that's one, why that's one of my favorite stories is because I couldn't have even imagined it. I just knew like I want a couch that fits me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I'm going to do that. I want to get a purple couch. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, a purple couch. Yeah, I love yes. it. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cool. Oh my gosh, Cassie, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing with me today. You are welcome. And we will definitely do it again. It was so mm-hmm. much fun. Thank you for you for asking me so many improv questions. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, have a great rest of your day. Everyone listening, have a great rest of your day as well. And make sure to come back and check out my interviews as well as Vicky's interviews in the Year of Growth series. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us on The More Money Show. To learn more about enrolling in the Enchanted Circle, go to cassieparks.com.